AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. In LA Sports Icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Keith. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, let's do it. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, AM570 LA Sports. Good Monday to you. Rodney off the top. I want to give a big shout out and a thank you to everybody that showed up at the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica on uh, Friday. Really had a great time. So nice to see so many people that listen to the show. Interesting to see so many people carrying transistor radios that listen to the show. <laughs> um, that was interesting. Yeah. You know, that's uh, that's funny because my dad does that. He has a transistor radio. My grandfather had the transistor radio. My dad do it, does it to this day. I got a nice iPad, things to listen to, nice system. He loves to listen to the old school transistor radio for something for whatever reason. I don't understand. I don't get it. Well, here's the thing. And, and maybe it might be a bit intimidating for some, which I didn't think it was intimidating for anyone in 2021, but perhaps for some. Get yourself a phone. Go to the app store. Download an app. It's called the iHeartRadio app. Then you can listen to us wherever you go at all times just using your phone. There you go. You can do that. Your phone is like your wallet. You don't leave home without it. Right. So you can take it. Just make sure it's charged. You can listen to the show live. You can listen to the podcast. It's great that you have that radio, but you can use an app. You know, and really what the phone will also do, for those of you that carry a, a transistor radio, it will help you connect to the internet machine. <laughs> and the internet machine will provide answers to questions you may you may have. So it's just a, a suggestion. Thank you for listening. Any way you listen, we love it. But you can download an app. You can take that app with you wherever you go. Yes. Uh, well said, Fred. Well said. Well, I'm just trying to help, you know, because so many people showed up. And I think we hooked everybody up. Our listeners that got there, we had a ton of stuff to give away. And we tried to make sure that all of our listeners that were there got something. And yeah. uh, I think most of them did. I, I think so, too. And thanks for coming out, our listeners and, and people that listened that didn't get a chance to come out. It was it certainly was a, a fun day. Uh, big hats off to Santa Monica and, and Third Street Promenade. It was it was a fun atmosphere down there. We got to do that more. So make sure you tweet, write, call um, Don Martin to make sure that we get out of the house a little bit more often. Yeah. I mean, DJ Santana was there. He was fantastic. Yes. yes. Uh, and, you know, the great part for us is, and if you were there, you know, we got to meet you. I mean, we walked around. You came up to us. Uh, Julie Mack was there, brought her husband. Listens every day. Yep. Uh, I think it was Daryl, I believe, won the Rover Roller. And he was running around with this giant cooler. Raider Daryl, I remember. Was it Raider? It, it was Raider Daryl, but he was Raider down. Was he Raider. was a Raider fan. Yeah, yeah. He had the Raider hat on. Uh, and a guy that tweets all the time. He's so funny. Uh, and if you know, if you if you follow Rogan and Rodney, you'll see his stuff because it's on there. And as they found out, Julie and Bill Kittle, who was just incredibly talented, so funny. 
uh, we are watching all day long. That's how we can respond so quickly to you. If we choose not to respond to you, it's because we were not so moved. But if we are, we do respond because we both got it on and we're checking it and Kevin's got it on too. So we're seeing what people say so we can make it as inclusive as possible. Bill Kittle was hilarious. And he is such a fun guy, and it was so great to meet him. He got to go to the Dodger game yesterday, and uh, thanks to everybody. That was fun. And uh, we we, we got to do more of them. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, Fred. We like to get out amongst the people. Yeah. You know, we can't have you cooped up all day. Now that you you got the new knee and, it's, and, you're, and you're rehabbing, you need to get out of the house, Fred. I know. One of the problems, though, to be fair, with the new knee was when people would come up to the side of the stage without the steps. You know, I don't want to go down and see him. So I jumped off the stage twice. That was not a good idea. No. With the new knee. It was a little no. soon for me to be jumping off the stage. No. And that's when uh, David Howard and Internet Matt had to basically pick me up and put me back on the stage. Because I couldn't get back up after I jumped down. Probably not wise. Listen, if you've had knee replacement a week and a half afterwards, don't start jumping off stuff. Just a tip. It's probably a little soon for that. <laughs> probably. Yeah. But you knew this, Fred, and you still did it anyway. Well, I wanted to see the people. Yeah. And also, I do want to comment on one other thing about the remote. I didn't appreciate it. Uh, the person that tweeted after we both sent out the picture of the two of us standing in front of the stage. Yeah. Said, Fred, you're short. I didn't see that. I did. You know what I said? Optical illusion. It's the angles. All time, every time you take a picture, it's the angles, Fred. Right. Always the angles. Right. How big do you think Zach Efron is? Huh? You think he's nine feet tall? <laughs> he's got short actors with him. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's right. He's got short actors. So, yeah, it was an optical illusion. Because really, if you saw me in person, what am I running? Like 6'2? Six, six, yeah, 6'2, six, 6'2 two, six, two and a half. Yeah. If you saw me in person, you would know that, right, Kevin? Why are you laughing? I see your nose growing. That's why I'm laughing. You know, don't go into that. I've had yeah. rhinoplasty. I know I know that pain. I've experienced that. Thank you, you know, to everybody. Yeah, thank you to everybody. And it was a special day and you know, some rare some rare things that were happening. Big Victor Brick Jacobs was in rare form. It was like he was out. It was like he was out of the house. Even though he was on remote. It felt like he was out of the house and with us. And let me ask you this. He was enjoying himself. He was. And when we brought him on, and there was a nice crowd there. Yeah. The loudest ovation of the day. You know, Without a doubt. Even when we came on, people, yeah. When we said Vic the Brick and the Daily Haiku at two, if you listen back to the podcast, you can hear the crowd. They wanted yeah. the Haiku and they wanted Vic. And he was fantastic. Yeah. Vic yeah. was Vic was all in. Vic. Vic yeah, <laughs> Vic was feeling the moment, and I love that about it. I dug it. I dug it, Vic. Yeah, So, uh, and I'm sure Vic will have some thoughts when he comes on later on the show. Okay, uh, as for the Dodgers, we'll talk with David Basset about this at 1 o'clock. Uh, yesterday, Rodney, you were there. You said they just looked tired. Yeah, I, I, I felt that. The mood felt tired. Even I think the crowd was a little subdued. Maybe it was a Sunday afternoon kind of thing, but it felt... Uh, it felt a little tired, and then I guess the the, the start didn't help because sometimes when you get behind like that early in the game, um, it takes the wind out of the excitement and out of the sails. And we got behind early in that first inning to the Mets, um, but they did. Yeah, it, it it just looked like they had been grinding. Remember, they took that they didn't have a rest after that Sunday night game in in New York and came right back and started playing. Um, 
and so they haven't had a rest for a while. So I, I think it was it was it's big for them today to get the rest. But um, but yeah, but to still take three out of four from them here at home, I think it was it was it was great. The, the streak got broken, but they still are on a roll and still got some momentum going. Yeah, and they and we'll talk more about that. Russell Westbrook did throw out the opening pitch. Uh, Justin Turner gave him a gave him a hug afterwards. And he was received uh, very warmly. Yeah. No, he got a big ovation. I, I was there early enough that I um, got to see him walk around a little bit in the crowd and uh, or down on the field and warm it up, and, and people were loving it. He was throwing baseballs into the crowd, giving them, uh, giving them a lot of love, and they gave, they gave it right back to him. So it was good to see him there. You know, obviously a hometown guy, I'm sure in the back of his mind, this is probably the coolest thing in the world. I, you know, grew up here, went off to play pros, and, and now at the end of my career I get to come back to my home and, you know, and be at a Dodger game throwing out the first pitch has got to be pretty cool for him. And he, he he looked like he really embraced the moment and was really in, in, enjoying himself yesterday. And maybe you can explain this to me. So another celebrity was there yesterday, well-known in L.A. sports, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley mm-hmm. had a terrific, terrific run with the Rams. Can we agree to that? Absolutely. Matter of fact, when they came from St. Louis, he was basically the face of the franchise. Can we yep. agree to that? Absolutely. Okay. And before he got hurt, one of the top running backs in the NFL, fair to say? Probably would have won MVP if he hadn't got hurt that season. He got hurt. Okay. So they put him on the scoreboard. Boo! Boo! I thought, why are you booing Todd Gurley? What did Todd Gurley do to you? Why? Why are they booing Todd Gurley, Rodney? I don't know, but I I, I, I didn't see that. Um, I was probably under underneath getting some more food but i i didn't see the booing i did hear talk to someone and ask them if they got booed it was a smattering of boos it wasn't like a but it wasn't like a clipper boo no it wasn't that bad it wasn't bad like a clipper boo but i'm i'm with you i don't understand why he would get booed um you know all he did for the rams and helping them to get to the playoffs a few times get to the super bowl um yeah he left and and left kind of angry at the Rams but still the what he gave LA it was it was really odd that he would uh that he would get booed cuz people loved him when he was here. I do have a theory. So yeah. going back to our remote on Friday, remember Rodney Fred posed a question to the crowd. All right, you got uh football this weekend, you know the Rams are taking on the Raiders, Chargers are in action. Anybody here a Rams fan? One or two guys, yay. He didn't even ask about the Chargers. Who is here to supporting the Raiders and how many guys were yelling Raiders? Yeah. Yep. Raiders were in town at SoFi playing right. the Rams this weekend. Yeah. We know there's a bit of synergy between Dodgers and Raider fans, and oftentimes yeah. they're one and the same. May have had a little bit of influence over Ty Gurley being at Dodger Stadium the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I buy that. I buy that. So now I he- buy that because I think, if, yeah, if you put uh, – I would even – yeah, if you put Derek Carr on the board, the, the fans would cheer. It would erupt, absolutely. Yeah. And he doesn't even play here. Nope. Doesn't even play here. Yeah. yeah. All right, but that now that brings us to this. And tell me if you think this is interesting. So I look, No, I do not. Well, of course you don't. But maybe no you won't. Anyway, <laughs> I looked up the numbers from this weekend's preseason games, and I only based them on the airing locally on TV here. So, uh ABC controls the rights to the Rams preseason games, and CBS controls the rights to the Chargers preseason games. The Rams play the Raiders. Now, let, let's really, all of us, be honest with each other. Unless you're Colin going, wait for that Jacksonville game tonight. I can't wait. 
We don't right. care about preseason football. The starters don't play. It, you know, it's a chance for you to go to SoFi and see the stadium. And a coach is to see guys that are on the bubble could or could not make the team. Games don't matter. It doesn't matter. That's why they cut it even shorter. Uh, doesn't matter. But who watched? Let's figure it out. So in Los Angeles, the Rams and Raiders game, and I base everything on demos. I'm not going to go into my demo speech about why that's how you do it because that's really all that matters. Anybody that bases, well, here's the ratings. That's wrong. They don't mean a thing. The demos mean everything. That's how they're sold. That's how stations make money. The Rams and Raiders game did a 1.9. Now, that was Saturday afternoon. The Chargers 49ers game did a 1.7. Basically the same number. And that I found really, really interesting. I can't remember a time where the Chargers, in any way, shape, or form, were as close to the Raiders in television interest as they were this weekend. And that's what we were saying before. It might be a quiet groundswell without much trumpeting or fanfare. Maybe the Chargers are starting to get a couple of footprints in the sand here, Rodney. Here's what I'd say to that, Freddie. As we see a lot of these rookie quarterbacks lighting it up in preseason and everybody going crazy over Zach Wilson and Mac Brown. Oh, my goodness. Slow down. They're not even playing against starters. Uh, they're playing against backups. Wait till the real bullets start flying. Wait till, you know, everybody talking about putting Justin Fields in and start the season. You don't want to start that fire against the Rams out here in L.A., meaning the Bears. So, no. Fred, the Rams are playing the Raiders, and the Chargers are playing the 49ers, arguably two of the biggest brands, global brands in NFL around the world. It's less about the Chargers or even the Rams for that matter, than it is about who they were playing. So if the Chargers are playing Cincinnati, you think it's close? Well, I'd like to think that maybe there's a groundswell here, Rodney. Why don't you go down the hall? Because there's a big, I hate that I say this, big big 49er fan down the hall of where we work. Oh, that's true? Yeah. There's a so, couple of them, by the way. Yes, and there are lots. I mean, people talk about Raider fans here. There are a lot of 49er fans that are in and around Southern California. So they have a tremendous following. Don't don't slip on the 49ers and the following that they have. So I, I think a lot of it, especially for the Chargers side, had to do with them playing the 49ers. What a buzzkill. Really? Yeah, well, you know, it's reality, Fred. Truth hurts sometimes, okay, Fred. Do you think if they're playing Cincinnati that they 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 do the same number as the Raiders and Rams game? <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and how about how about a shout out to fans at the Rams and Raiders? Yes. Can we shout them out? You can shout them out because they they sent it to Pittsburgh. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> apparently suffered any kind of injury in any altercation. No. And No, thank God. Truth be told, there is someone, I told Kevin about this this morning, that is now keeping me posted. I don't know how this person finds this stuff, but they are able to access or collect fights at NFL stadiums. Like the one that happened? Was yeah. that an NFL stadium over the weekend? Which one? 
the one that's going viral now. The 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 I think it was. It looked like Pittsburgh. It looked like a Steeler game. Oh, where the woman slapped the guy yes. in the face. Yeah, that was yes. a Steeler game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. As I said, the, the 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 Rams sent the fights to to Pittsburgh. Right. Because that was an ugly one too. Here it seems all clear. So congratulations to everybody. Now I don't know how, what security was like, and maybe it was beefed up. But we didn't no. hear any any incidents of a, an altercation, and that's good news to everybody. So thank well, a, you. A, a birdie, Fred told me. A birdie told me uh, during that last week's mayhem, melee, and fights breaking out everywhere. In fact, you showed one that not everybody saw um, that happened that same night um, in the bathroom. That there were a large number of security personnel that did not show up that night. Why? Don't know. A large number. Really? Which is why we saw, everybody wondered why it took so long for security to get there. Ushers were there instead of security. Where you were and, and you know, you showed that clip, there was no security even remotely coming in or close. Yeah. The word was that a lot of them just did not show up. Was it a contract dispute of some sort? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, but this was from a reliable source. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, apparently, whatever the issue was, it seems to have yeah. been rectified because uh, it was all clear this weekend. The only thing one of my sources told me is that some guy was smoking weed in the bathroom. That's all I know. Uh-oh. Is that news? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> There's a song, whole song made about that, Fred. I think it was the number one song back in the 70s. <laughs> so that, that's about as bad as it got this weekend at SoFi. So, again, congratulations to everybody behaving yourselves why we have to congratulate you on good behavior we do. we do as the great sam weiss late great sam weiss said one time in cincinnati as fans were throwing things onto the field you don't live in cleveland <laughs> act right <laughs> uh, okay uh later this hour we are going to play a little who dis today rodney Come so that, on now. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, on a Monday, we'll play a little Who Dis. Yes. So yes. when we do that, first caller in, you'll have an opportunity to play against Rodney and Ronnie yes. today. Yes. Come on. Come on. I'm always ready on a Monday. All right. So we'll get to that coming up later on in the hour. It's always a great story. Well, one of our local teams advances to a championship. And it's heartening to know that the kids from Torrance are now 2-0 and in the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Look, maybe you have kids, and if you don't, at one point in your life, you were one. You can remember what that was like, and for the parents, and the man is managing the team. And we'll talk to Javier Chavez next. Welcome back, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan on a Monday. We hope you had a fantastic weekend. We know we did. We absolutely did. It kicked it off on a Friday remote in Santa Monica at the Third Street Promenade. We absolutely loved it. Thank you again for all all of you who came out and listened. Uh, we really, 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 really appreciate it. New uh, week, new stuff, though, Fred. That's right, Rodney. And uh, later on this hour, we're going to play uh, Who Dis. Kevin, we have a prize for Who Dis today, correct? Yep, a meat district pack. Okay. Right. Oh. Yeah. Give away some meat. Somebody that's wants great. some meat. Oh, when somebody wants some meat, Fred. We're giving them the meat today. You're Give them that meat, Fred. You're getting meat. A lot of meat. We'll do that later on in the hour. We'll give you the cue so to you're call. You're saying there's a lot of meat. Oh, yeah. They're getting okay. the meat. Yeah. 
big, thick, juicy meat. I always like that meat in the sandwich, Fred. Come on. That's what I'm saying, Rodney. Right. That's right. Mm. Mm. Ain't no vegans over here. That's right. <laughs> Carnivores. <laughs> You're getting the meat. Uh, all right. Great for the kids. Enough from of Tor- that. Yeah. Great for the kids from Torrance uh, and great for, really, the Los Angeles area. We've got a team in the Little League World Series. It's so cool. As a guy that umpired in the Little League World Series, I have a special place in my heart for Little League Baseball. Let's bring on the manager of the Torrance team, Javier Chavez. Javier, how you doing? Doing fantastic. Thank you. Hey, congratulations. Uh, What's it been like so far for you and the kids? It's been a whirlwind of emotions. Um, We've been uh, plugged in, um, and uh, the team has been responding to a lot of adversities and uh, difficult situations here regarding schedules and uh, you know, team events, uh, and just trying to keep them focused, trying to get them ready, positioned right for the uh, for the next game. Yeah, Javier, talk about that real quick because I know there's been challenges. It's, it's unlike any probably any other year. I know it was you know off last year, but this year coming back, we're still dealing with the pandemic. You still got to be worried about COVID and protocols and keeping kids safe. How has that challenge been? Yeah, well, uh, we take it day by day. Um, you know, there's obviously COVID testing every other day. Um, and the hardest part is we're, we're pretty much, you know, uh, segregated from everybody else. Um, once our game is, is, is played, we go straight back to the, uh, to the Grove, to our, uh, to our dorm, and where, where we then are scheduled for, for mealtime, uh, laundry, uh, and then we do it all over again the next day. we got a schedule for practice, schedule for, for batting practice, even pool time. And then uh, we kind of do that every day, building up to the game. And uh, then it's game time. Then uh, that's when everything uh, comes into one. And, you know, we, uh, we, we, we do our best on the field. Uh, okay. You know, I, I've had experience back there in Williamsport many years ago. I've shared the story in the past. In the game I had to play, we lost track of the outs, which means I did not right. work the championship game. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. That's good for us, though. That's good for us. Yeah, no, I understand. We need to weed those umpires yeah. out. We need to weed them out. Hey. Yeah, but Javier, it hey, wasn't my hey. fault. <laughs> Thank okay. God, Fred is not umping anymore, Javier. I think everybody's yeah, no, in trouble. Yeah, no, but <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. We gotta, we gotta get better from then out. Now, Javier, please. Coming out of the regional tournament in San Bernardino, I was the number one ranked umpire. They put me in the Little okay. League World Series, and the guy that was doing third base was then the uh-huh. umpire-in-chief. He was the guy that had his name in the front of the rule book. I yeah, had the plate. Right. Okay. I had the correct number of outs. The scoreboard had the incorrect number. I looked to the guy at third, the umpire-in-chief of Little League Baseball, and he went with the mm-hmm. scoreboard. Okay, so you know what happens. I changed my indicator. Turns out mm-hmm. I was right. There was a crazy play. Kids were running in left field trying to tag each other out. All the umpires come together, right? And yeah. I said, uh, right. I had the right number of outs. And he goes, yeah, I was wrong. I went with the scoreboard. I said, okay, what are we going to do? He said, here's what we're right. going to do. This was the Little League World Series, Javier. He said, we're going to make right. something up. Yeah. Gonna, I said, we're going to make something up. <laughs> he goes, yeah, you're going to call that kid out for running out of the baseline. The inning is over. I said, okay, that's what we'll do. And I said, who's going to do that? And he goes, well, you are. You're the plate umpire. <laughs> So I went up and told him I was booed soundly, and that ended right. my yeah. Then I was on the uh you know the uh, il, the uh, 
like you know elimination games. I never got to work a big field. game you again. Went from the baby field after that, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That that sounds a little malicious to me, though. It sounds like they tried to throw you under the bus there, friend. I don't know why they did that to you. Yeah, they got me out here, no question. All right. So for people that don't really understand the way Little League works, you have your regular season, then you have your all-star teams. It's the all-star yeah. teams that start competing in the tournaments to get to the Little League World Series. When you were in all-star play and tournament play, did you know in the back of your mind, damn, these kids are pretty good? Yeah, well, you know, uh, it started, uh, like you said, with district. And, um, you know, we, we our area teams were kind of a little bit decimated due to COVID. So we, we, they didn't, everyone really didn't have a strong turnout as they normally would, especially us. We, we only fielded four teams, and normally we'll field anywhere from six to eight teams on an active season. Um, but, you know, we were right along with all the other leagues, and, um, and we pretty much, uh, you know, took care of business during district. And when that happened, then we went into uh, regionals. <clears throat> no, not regionals, excuse me, sectionals. And from sectionals, uh, you know, we, uh, we played against some better teams. Uh, and uh, that's the game where we set, where set us off where we actually had a, a, a double elimination game against the team called Lunata Bay out of, uh, I think, uh, PV. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we went all the way to nine innings with those guys and, and ended up on top. And uh, from then on out, we punched our ticket to the state championship, 10 teams, top, top teams in all of uh, Southern California. And, uh, again, uh, started with a loss by two runs to uh, East Lake out of Chula Vista, only to run the entire elimination bracket, go back and play Chula Vista again, and ended up beating them twice, uh, two, two days in a row. And uh, when that happened, that's when we really started paying attention. We were like, wow okay, now we're going to have to start really looking at uh, what we're going to be doing and, and uh, who might be facing in the, in the next games to come. And uh, that's when we went to the regionals. San Bernardino faced the top teams out of each state here in the western region. Um, we had a, 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 a loss against Arizona, which was a real close game. They had this kid, I think his name was Xander uh, McAfee, I believe. I'm not sure, but this kid was like six foot something and throwing 80 miles an hour off the mound. Uh, which was this guy was throwing gas. Kids were having trouble, you know, kind of dialing in on them. It was a 1-0 game. It wasn't a blowout at all. Um, but, again, our next three games, we ended up winning. One out of uh, Nevada, which actually went into extra innings also, seven innings, won that one. And then um, we went ahead and played Utah, won that one. And then we had our, our, our championship game really against NorCal um, that would decide whether or not we're going to Williamsport. And that game also – it was a real tough game. I mean, they had a great pitcher out of Geo Castain. This kid was also going toes-to-toes with our ace, Gibby Turner. And, uh, you know, we just uh, – it was a battle all the way until, you know, it, it's a matter of who was going to go through their ace first. And we had the upper hand uh, by a couple batters. So we started uh, working on their, their backup because they had spent all their pitchers against Hawaii. And uh, after we won that game, that was it. We finally started taking it to Williamsport. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the game against Hawaii, we would have liked to win the championship, obviously, but didn't want to go ahead and spend all of our arms on it either. Um, you know, we wanted to get some kids some more time and exposure because we knew what we were going to be going into. And, uh, well, here we are, Williamsport now. And this time we actually won our first two games, which is real nice. And we get to now use our, our, our blueprint here for future games. 
No, it's great. It sounds like you guys were battle tested all along the way. It wasn't just like blowout, 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 and you got to got to Williamsport. You guys have been tested, which I always think is a is a good thing. Uh, Javier, how, how has it been for you, man? I, I coached my kid in, in, in Little League, and, and uh, it was so much fun for me and exciting, and especially when you get to the all-star level. I mean, they were 11s, and they we, we ended up out in Encino, and we uh, we won the state as 11s, and I knew those kids were going to be pretty good, and we came up a, a game short of getting to San Bernardino the next year. But, um, mm. I mean, when it, when it got to that, and we didn't get all the, as far as you guys did, but the intensity level, the electricity in the air of those games were so exciting. It brought me back to my NFL days, man. How's it been for you and excitement for you coaching these kids and, and uh, getting all the way to Williamsport? Oh, uh, wow. Well, it, it, it happened so fast, really. I mean, because we're so, you know, dialed into the games and with the kids and getting them ready and getting them prepped uh, to, to play. I mean, it just kind of happened so fast to where we won a game, and then all of a sudden, you know, started picking up. Some people started contacting us more. And after that, you know, we won the next game. And then it just it just started increasing, increasing, you know, our exposure. And more and more uh, people wanted to find out, you know, what we were doing, how we were doing it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, after that, uh, you know, when we won regional, it was crazy. Um, I was – I remember being in the dugout and uh, – you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, you know, we're actually, you know, it's going into extra innings, and we're winning right now 5-0 to zero in extra innings. So what are we going to do? I mean, we're going to have, you know, we're, are we really going to, I'm thinking to myself, are we really going to do this? Are we really going to go Williamsport right now? Are we really going to be the team? And uh, the last inning um, it was the longest inning of my life because, you know, these guys were just, uh, you know, they were they were battling back. North Cal's a good team. And, you know, it just seemed like, you know, one couple couple good hits together. Um, and then after that, it was just another one out. And it's just these outs seem forever until finally we got the third out. And it's my everything just kind of like went black for me, to be honest. The kids were just, the last thing I remember is I see the kids dogpiling, um, you know, our pitcher <laughs> there in the, in, the, in the middle of the, of the field. And um, that set us off. And we were on just a, a natural high from there. And uh, the, the kids were ready to go to Williamsport, which really didn't help us against our, our game against Hawaii. But, you know, they, I'm ready for another shot at them if, if the opportunity presents itself. All right, Javier, you're in Williamsport. As I mentioned, I spent time there. It was many years ago. Uh, what are the kids doing on off days? What do you guys do? Well, you know, it was crazy. Yesterday it was raining really, really hard. And I'm not sure what they did. I mean, it looks like they – didn't cut the grass as well as they have in the past. So the kids weren't sliding down as quickly as they wanted to, right, with the cardboard on, the, on those hills, Fred. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was raining real, real hard. So they all, all the kids actually in the complex, the most of the teams actually went out there and just, felt, just started sliding down these hills in the pouring rain. And, I mean, they were that's kind of how they entertain themselves. You know, they all kind of get together sometimes and, you know, they just go out and whatever's there, they'll they'll take advantage of. And the only downfall on that was, you know, they come into the dorm and they're just soaking wet, full yeah. of mud, <laughs> left the whole bathroom, just mud on the walls, floor. I don't know how they got mud on the ceiling, but they got mud on the ceiling. And, uh, you know, it's just the, the laundry was just packed. You know, we had to clean that up. 
And, um, you know, that's just one of the things. And, yeah, we had yesterday, we also had the uh, the baseball classic. So we got to meet with, you know, the right. Angels and the Indians. Mike Trout came over to us and, you know, hung out with us as well. We took pictures, selfies. He signed autographed baseballs. And then literally did something real cool, which was the uh, the, the classic, the Major League Baseball classic game. And all the Little League teams were lined up right against the, you know, right, right in the front row right there behind the bull, behind the dugout. And, uh, you know, they provided food, uh, you know, gifts. I mean, they, they pulled out, the, you know, the whole night. And it was really, really good. The kids loved it. They were eating it up. And, you know, it was a really fun day for them. And just getting back to work today. All right. What's next for you guys? Well, next um, we are preparing for our game Wednesday. Uh, they are, right now it's raining off and on. Uh, this, this Michigan-Texas game has been, has been really lagging because they keep postponing it. Every time they end up playing, it kept, keeps raining. So with that, we are waiting for the Oregon and South Dakota game. So whoever wins that game, we will be playing the winner of that game uh, on Wednesday. And that is the uh, semifinals for us. Ah, terrific. Well, listen, thanks for coming on. Uh, we loved having you on Channel 4 and all the kids. We'll do that again. And uh, I know Rodney wanted to get you on the radio as well. Yep. So thanks so much for doing this. Congratulations on all your success. Keep it going. We're proud of you guys. Hey, thanks again. And thanks for having me, Rodney. Thanks for having me, Fred. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. There he goes, Javier Chavez. He is the manager of the Torrance Little League team. What a great story, Rodney. That's a fantastic story. I always love when the local teams get to make it that far. So much talent out here in California, so many baseball players. You can play baseball all around. It's always cool to see one of the Little League teams uh, going forward. Like you said, Fred, you have a history with Little League, and I, I certainly do with my kids. So it's always great to see. It's a, it's a fun time of year to watch it. A big shout-out to the, to the one kid on it that yesterday, Fred, that Grant Hayes kid hit a yeah. bomb. I mean, a mammoth bomb shot, Mike Trout shot um in 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 that game late in that game yesterday so you know and he had two home runs so it was great and then to hear him say mike trout came over and gave him kind of love during you know during that time nice. it was, it's, it's really cool nice Local kids uh before we break uh, a happy birthday to kobe yes Bryant. yes happy birthday kobe would have been 43 today maybe later rodney we'll talk about some kobe memories let's do it all right let's do that later let's do it Who's ready to prove this? Got a prize today. You play, win or lose, you're winning the prize. That's it. You're going to like it. We're going to give you the meat. Because you deserve it. The meat. You're getting the meat. 866-987-2570. First caller. Whoever it is. Kevin will pick up the phone. Put you right on the air. You're playing Rodney and Ronnie. And that is next. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon okay. delight. I just woke up in an animal. I just woke up in a Lambo. Flawless with gifts in an orange. Afternoon delight. It's TikTok by Young Thug. This song is the first single off the old Atlanta Natives upcoming album entitled Punk, which will be released in October. He debuted the song at Rolling Loud earlier this year and also recorded a music video for the track that amassed over 500,000 views after being posted for just a few hours. Again, today's afternoon delight is TikTok by Young Thug. You an old thug, Fred. Rodney, you know what I say to you? What? Pick up the phone. <laughs> I knew you were a fan of Young Thug. I thought you were going to say, pass me the hookah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I know nobody would share that. 
That's why I picked uh, pick up the right. Ball. That's right. right after the show, Fred. Right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Who is this guy? This is who I am. Who is this guy? Who this? Well, last Friday we had the chance to give away a great cooler from our friends at Rover Roller. Let me tell you something. That thing is so big. Don't, don't you start. Don't don't you dare start again. You can have a party in it. There you go. That's better. You can invite five people and have a party inside the Rover Roller. It's more than just a cooler. It's your all-terrain attacking blustery bunker on wheels. Your big daddy base camp. Your camp kitchen wagon all rolled into one. It is the coolest cooler out there with industrial wheels, attachable cup holders, a prep board for slicing and dicing, and a deep freeze dry bin to keep your meats, cheeses, fruits, and veggies chilling for days. I'd like to get one of these. Visit roverproducts.com to get yours now. Tell you what, our man that won it on Friday, he loved it. Yeah, he did. He Remember was he... dancing around with it. He yeah. was rolling it around. Yeah, he loved it. It is great. Check out the Rover Roller. All right, Marcus and Gardena, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing well. Were you out there last Friday or you couldn't make it? No, I couldn't make it. I got work. Okay. Well, we're not going to hold that against you. you got to no. work and make a living. Okay. Yeah, totally. All right. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie, you ready Good to go? Good afternoon, Rogan and Rodney. Let's play the game. Got to play a little Who Dis. Here's mm. the deal. When you know it, yell it out. Don't hold back, okay? Just let it rip, Marcus. Got you. All right. I made the Pac-10 All-Freshman team while at UCLA in 2004. Kevin Love. basketball. Kevin Love. Russell Westbrook. Ronnie, open me up. Yes, Russell Westbrook. No, senor! Oh. Who is Russell this Westbrook. guy? No, Russell Westbrook no, is still. Matt Barnes. How about new? Don McLean. And it is no good. Aaron Aflalo. No good! Jordan Farmar. How about Darren new? Collison. No, senor! I was elected as Mr. Basketball in the state of California in 2003 while at Westchester High School. Baron Davis. It is no good. Who is this guy? I won a championship with the Lakers in 2009. Trevor Ariza. Pow! Running on the board. Marcus, are you even playing? I'm, I'm trying here. I was trying to think of the 2004 UCLA team. Okay. Me too. Me too. I couldn't remember them, Marcus. Yeah. Well, it was 2004. What, are you an elephant? you have that kind of memory? It's a long time ago. I was seven. You were seven. Well, all right. We're not going to hold that against you either, Marcus. Here's your next one. I'm a 14-time MLB All-Star. Derek Jeter. No, senor! Alex Rodriguez. Rodney, Alex Rodriguez. Oh, it it was actually one of them this time. Yep, Alex Rodriguez. (laughs) We always go Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez. The go-to's one and two, right, Rod? <laughs> yeah, but here, Kevin, the last clue on this, I recently divorced superstar singer Jennifer Lopez. Were they married? I don't know if they I were. Thought, I thought they no, were but we get with, they, they, they were weren't married, but, they but were we, you know, we get what you meant. They, they broke engaged. off the engagement? They broke off Close their enough. engagement. That is that is accurate, yes. Marcus, why did they call it off? Do you know? Uh, not really, but I don't know. Okay, we're not going to hold that against you. We're not going to hold anything against Marcus today. I thought he was like TMZ. I thought he had it. Here's your next one. I was the 17th overall pick in the 1990 NFL Draft. 17th pick? Yes. 
1990. That's correct. Wait a minute, Marcus wasn't even born. Nope. And? We're not going to hold that against him. Who is and? this guy? I was the NFL MVP in 93. Ooh. NFL MVP? Yes. In 93? That's correct. Emmett Smith. And that is correct. Emmett Smith is correct. Good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. So, well, you know, we got Babe Ruth and Jackie Robinson questions. I wasn't alive then. That's true, and you normally don't get those. I do. When'd you get a... I'm a walking almanac, Fred. Is that what you are? Yes, I am. Okay. Hey, remember I had that question about John Cundela, the old Laker coach <laughs> from like the 1950s? <laughs> Rattled off the tongue. That's right. Rattled off the tongue, Kevin. You never know where it's coming from. You know, remember like in, in uh, Back to the Future, whatever number was, they went and got the almanac, tried to take it back to the past. That's right. People try to take me back to the past, Fred. Is that how it works? Yes. Okay. A right. walking almanac. What's it like back there in the past? <laughs> Black and white, Brit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here was the next one. I made nine Pro Bowls in my Hall of Fame career. NFL. Eric Dickerson. No good! Todd Gurley. No, senor! Marcus Allen. How about new? Peyton Manning. It, it is no good. Eli Manning. No, senor! Ronnie Lott. How about new? Aaron Rodgers. No good! I won two Super Bowl titles as a player and one as a general manager. John Lynch. John Lynch. And it is no good. No, 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 no. L.A., L.A. L.A. correct. Marcus is on the board. Yes. Who thought John Lynch won one with 49? They lost that Super Bowl. Look at Marcus jumping on the board here. Nice, Marcus. Nice. Go, Marcus. I feel good. I'm just happy to be here. All right. Well, any way you look at it, you're going to win. So this is cool. Here's your next one. And you're in the game. I was the first yeah. overall pick in the 2001 NFL draft. What pick? First overall. In the what draft? 2001. Michael Vick. Marcus. No. Marcus. I remember, I remember playing. He was the ultimate cheat code in the 04 Madden. Oh, my mm. God. Mm. So Everybody wanted to play with Michael Vick. Everyone. I didn't even, I wasn't even a Falcons fan and I had a jersey. I, hey. He was just, he was a generational mastermind. Hey, Marcus, did you know I was a cheat code in 1990 uh, Tecmo Bowl with Barry Sanders? In the Tecmo Bowl? <laughs> oh, Barry Sanders was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was, uh, <laughs> and it was, uh, See, he knows. Bo, Bo. We were unstoppable, Detroit. We didn't win on the field, but in Tecmo Bowl, we were we were tight. <laughs> were you really the cheat code? No. Oh damn. No, right. it was Barry Sanders. Okay, I thought there were two. <laughs> Barry Sanders and Rod. So here's the final question. And here's the way it shakes out. Marcus has two. Rodney has two. Ronnie has one. It's anybody's game. I was the first overall pick in the 2004 NBA draft. Whoa. Who is this guy? I am. Carmelo Anthony. And it is no good. I am. 
an eight-time All-Star, and three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Dwight Howard. Rodney Wins. Get down, get down. Everybody get down, get down. Never lost. Never have. Never will. <laughs> All right, but you know what? Marcus, you're a winner today. How's that sound? Yeah, either way, cut it. I, I decided to give Rodney his because I know I'm coming home with all the meat. You're getting the whole. <laughs> You're getting the meat. Yeah, you've been listening. Get that meat. Listen to what you've won. A Meat District Ultimate Grilling Pack featuring two pounds of frozen OG burger, zesty ranch party chicken wings, sweet and spicy drumsticks, steakhouse tri-tip, shawarma chicken thigh, and garlic peppercorn tenderloin. Meat District Butcher Crafted Premium Meats, the better way to burger. Eat meatdistrict.com. There you go, Marcus. We appreciate you listening. That sounds, Congratulations. That sounds amazing. Thank you, guys. Off day for the Dodgers. They need it. <laughs> Rodney said yesterday they looked tired. But let's not diminish what they've done over the past two weeks. We'll get you ready for the Padres series and the big decision the Padres made today. David Vasse will join us next.